This is The Blueprint, brought to you by Executive Platforms. Hello again, everyone. You're listening to another episode of Executive Platform's Blueprint Podcast Series. My name is Jeff Mix. I'm Head of Content and Research, and my guest today is Daniel Plotkin of Rapid Microbiosystems. Uh, we're going to have a conversation about automation in the biopharma space, quality control. I think it's going to be great. Daniel, thank you so much for your time today. Yeah, thank you, Jeff. It's, a, it's an honor to be here. I appreciate you. You've been having a lot of conversations with senior biopharmaceutical executives here at the event. What are some of the pain points that they're bringing to you? Yeah, in today's environment, there's a lot of regulatory scrutiny on data. And so they're having conversations about how they secure that data and remove human beings from that data. Uh, they're, they're having challenges automating as much of their processes as possible. And in today's environment, with short shelf life drugs and advanced therapeutics, they're always talking about ways to get access to their data faster. Now, data is a big topic, and I can appreciate as well in quality control just how important it is. What are some of the common stumbling blocks that they're coming across? Well, specifically in QC microbiology, it's in routine testing, it's an area of any manufacturing plant that hasn't seen advancement in about 100 years. The method being used today is the same that it was 100 years ago with membrane filtration and traditional incubation and human beings with metadata transcription and putting samples in and taking them out of incubators and ultimately waiting you know, five to seven days before there are any results. I have heard the term stubbornly analog when you talk about this. People walk around with clipboards and they're recording data and then the clipboard goes into a pile and there's someone who isn't paid a lot of money to put that into a spreadsheet and that's good enough because it's the way it's always been. That's obviously what, not what you're talking about with these people. Could you give us a sense of what the solution is in these stubbornly analog environments? Yeah, I mean, the solution is to try to reduce the amount of paper you have, to, to get rid of the human being walking around with the, uh, the clipboard, doing the, the metadata transcription uh, with a pen and a piece of paper and ultimately logging the data into the computer. Um, you know, that's the, the whole intent of this move towards automation and rapid analytics is, is how do we get away from human intervention uh, and human interpretation of uh, a result. You know, when I put myself in the position of some of these biopharmaceutical executives, they have a day job and they know this is a challenge that they need to tackle. They appreciate how much time and work from the outside looking in, it's daunting. Do you start company-wide and you change overnight? Or do you start in one small place and scale it? You know, when they're coming to you and saying, I have this concern, you know, what's your response to that? Yeah, there's, there's three areas that I would, I would speak to. One is partnering with a company that has done it before, meaning that when you're implementing new technology, uh, that you're partnering with a company that's familiar with what regulators are looking for from a validation perspective, uh, that they've got a globalized, harmonized suite of protocol documents. The other piece is the support structure. Uh, looking for a company that has PMP-trained project managers that are an extension of the customer to help change manage the implementation. And, and the third, uh, especially when we're talking about data, is LIMS integration. Uh, so looking for a company that has the resources and expertise on the IT and the LIMS side of the business to support that end-to-end -end transformation from paper-based to paperless. So I'm glad you mentioned that, and I would actually like to get into the specifics of working with Rapid Microbiosystems because, I mean, you've been doing this for a while, and uh, I think this is an industry that appreciates third-party outside help, 
but at the same time, not everybody is there yet. Can you walk us through what the early days of partnering with an organization of yours looks like? How do you guys get started? Yeah, it, it starts with uh, what we call a validation kickoff meeting, where we're going to connect with the customer technical stakeholder groups, and that's going to be the facilities team, the IT team, the quality control team, and the QA team, uh, and really walk them through what this looks like. Uh, from there, what we're going to be most interested in is understanding what the regional microflora looks like in that area, what the slowest growing organisms look like uh, for that particular facility. Because you know, when, we, when we walk away four, five, six months later with a fully validated, automated, rapid solution, we're going to leave behind a new rapid time to detection. And that's all based on the slowest growing organisms in your facility. So you know, our team really takes a very thoughtful approach. And ultimately, we become an extension of our customers' QC Micro Lab in support of implementing this new technology. So it is not a turnkey thing. You are working with these people for an extended period of time to make sure that it's all going to work well when you do the handoff. Yeah, I would say it is, it is turnkey in the sense, in, in the good sense, of regulators considering this automated compendial, which is important from a validation perspective. Uh, and going back to those harmonized protocol documents, it's turnkey in the sense that we can bring you a suite and an approach to validation that regulators are already really familiar with. It is not turnkey in the sense that it's, like any project, a, a multi-stakeholder project that requires coordination. Uh, and we know our customers are always resource constrained, and, and that is why we do bring those PMP-trained project managers to the project. We bring IT and LIMS integration support to the project, and we put a validation specialist inside our customer's lab to help execute the protocol documents to get them into routine use. You know, I have to confess, I mean, I have a lot of these conversations, and automation is something that I talk about at manufacturing shows and supply chain shows. I don't hear as much of it in the biopharma space, especially when we're talking about microbial quality control. Like, this seems like the sort of thing that would be very difficult to do. Do you get that a lot? Like, what, am I missing something? Yeah, there have been a number of entrants into this enumeration, automation, rapid analytics, QC micro routine testing space, but many of them fall short on end-to-end -end automation. There is still going to be some level of human intervention because really at the end of the day, they're just doing colony counting. In working with our customers, what we wanted to make sure we developed was a true end-to-end -end solution, meaning that from the moment the sample goes into the system, to the final result being exported to limbs, the human intervention is gone. So that, and again, resource-constrained environments, you can get your, your, your scientists back to what they should be doing, which is not paper management and uh, colony counting. So it is a big engineering lift, as you can imagine, to have a system that's reliable enough and accurate enough in enumeration in this biopharma space to offer that end-to-end -end automation and that's why we're the only ones in the space that have done it is because it's, a, it's a, a complex engineering feat that we've achieved. And it's evidenced by the, the fact that we have over 100 of our systems in commercial manufacturing plants worldwide. Now, one of the nice things about having uh, data clean and automated and, and coming in to sort of one source of truth that I've heard from other sort of market spaces, it lets you make decisions faster. Is that also true in the uh, microbial quality control space? Yeah, absolutely, especially when you think about the pressure that's being put on drug manufacturing with advanced therapeutics. These are short shelf life drugs. And so the need for data to make commercial decisions 
is becoming more and more important. And so in addition to the automation side of the technology, it also provides rapid analytics. So your final time to results is cut in half, uh, and you're starting to get data back in hours instead of days. And, and those, are, those are data points about the bacteria and fungi that is floating through your clean rooms. If you, if you think about it right now, it is 2021. And for most manufacturing facilities, if you go and ask about their, uh, their contamination control strategy, they're going to think they're doing pretty well. But the reality is in today's environment with the manual compendial method, it is five to seven days before you have any idea about what kind of bacteria and fungi counts you have floating through your manufacturing facility. With our technology, the Growth Direct, we can tell you in 16 hours what kind of counts you have floating through your clean rooms and that have been on your human operators that have been gowned up in your ISO 7 and ISO 5 and critical areas of a manufacturing plant. When I've had these conversations about automation, usually I want to talk about the people part of it. I mean, there's someone whose whole job used to be going around with the clipboard, and when you're bringing in this automated solution, there is going to be some natural conservatism to that. Um, I think, really, technology doesn't eliminate people, it eliminates tasks. As you say, it's freeing him up to do something more productive with his time. But can you sort of speak to the idea when you're coming into these organizations and saying, this is how it's going to be, how are you winning hearts and minds? Yeah, it's, it's not as hard as you might imagine. Uh, I hear a lot of horror stories working with QC micro analysts uh, who will spend a, an entire eight-hour shift uh, on an environmental monitoring team doing nothing but enumerating plates, 97% of which are likely all going to be zeros. It's not why they went to school. That's not what they want to spend an eight-hour shift doing. Uh, they want to help solve underlying problems. They want to be out trying to find and understand where a mold might be coming from or help with lot disposition and lot release efforts. Uh, so it, is, it has not been a, a challenge to, to win hearts and minds because human beings aren't hardwired to do routine, mundane tasks thousands of times over and over again. And that's what legacy routine testing in QC Micro is. There hasn't been innovation. There hasn't been an adoption of automation or rapid analytics. Okay, I, I think you've persuaded me people aren't robots. Um, you know, at the end of the day, though, pharma revolves around compliance and being able to document that the work was done properly. You know, can you speak to the ROI of that in automating your system? Yeah, you know, FDA has made it really clear that uh, any data integrity lapse is going to call into question all your records. And working with our customers, we know that we're seeing and hearing about more and more compliance officers going into a QC microbiology lab, pulling out an environmental monitoring sample, and comparing the counts that the analyst and manager documented and approved. And it's not malicious, it's not surprising, but they're finding errors, they're finding discrepancies, and these are being documented on observation letters and 483s. And, and so in addition to the labor, the automation side of our solution, customers are coming to us to help solve a data silo problem, a data interpretation problem. Uh, because unsurprisingly in today's regulatory environment, uh, everybody's being scrutinized on the interpretation of results and our growth direct technology removes that interpretation, removes that possible data integrity lapse, not just on the enumeration, but all of the metadata transcription from the equation. Literally takes all that risk out of a manufacturing plan. Yeah, you know, I, I think you've persuaded me. Uh, 
you know, you're the only game in town that's doing the end-to-end -end automation, which is such an attractive proposal. It doesn't sound like the staff is going to have a lot of pushback being freed up from the mindless repetitive tasks. The ROI in terms of government compliance, you know, the data is there the way they want it. This all sounds fantastic. If I am a biopharmaceutical executive who wants to have a further conversation, what is the best way to reach you? Yeah, you can reach me at email or on my cell. My email is dplotkin at rapidmicrobio.com. And you can reach me at my cell phone, which is 763-244-6551. And I believe the website is rapidmicrobio.com, but I don't know that too many people need that. I mean, there's a phone number and an email address there. And uh, Daniel is clearly a wealth of information on this topic. And I encourage all of you to reach out. I think it's really generous of him to make himself so available. Daniel, thank you so much for your time today. No, Jeff, it's, it's my pleasure. It's, it's, uh, it's tough being down here in San Diego. So I'll, I'll tough it out with you and I appreciate your time. You've been listening to another episode of Executive Platform's Blueprint podcast series. I've been Jeff Mix. Let's do it again soon.